Hey guys, and welcome. I'm Life Coach Meg Ellis. It's time for you to stop coasting through life, and it's time for you to find your purpose. It's time for you to create your fate. Don't make a move. Don't take one more step towards going after what you want. Not even a tiny step. Okay, it's really not that dramatic, but it is serious. So today I'm going to be sharing four things that you absolutely must master before you even start going after what you want. I know, I know. When you want something and you get excited about it and you jump right into it because you want it now. I know, I know. It's actually something that I do too. I'm kind of like a jump into it, think later kind of person, which most of the time actually does work out for me. But I'm just going to invite you to take a small pause before you start anything and just ask yourself these four simple questions that can be total game changers. I've said it once. I'll say it again. And this is a huge foundation that I use in coaching. It's not what you're doing wrong, but it could be what you're thinking wrong. The last thing you want to do is go after what you want and run into problems, right? And you find yourself down the road stuck due to an overlooked issue that you could have prevented if only you had taken time to check in with yourself before even taking that first step. So save yourself time, save yourself energy. Don't end up like so many people out there working and pushing so damn hard, wondering why things aren't working out for them. Use these four simple questions to set yourself up for success so you can actually get what you want faster. That sounds pretty nice, right? So is it worth it to you to pause and just ask yourself four questions if it meant that later down the road, you wouldn't end up frustrated, spinning in circles, blaming other people for why life isn't working out for you, regretting the fact that you wasted all of your time and resources, but you're still not able to get what you want. And I can assure you that if the answer to even one of these questions is a no, do not make one move. And the best thing about this too is, if any of these answers are a no, don't freak out and don't give up on what you want or change your idea. No, the best part about all of this is, is these answers can be turned into a yes, beginning today, right now. And the cherry on top is this. It is under your control. You hold the power. You hold the responsibility to change your no into a yes. So once you have four yeses to these four questions, then you can begin your journey on getting what you want with confidence because you know that you've set everything up mentally to achieve success. So Question one. Are you ready for the questions? Think about this. Uh, think about what you want, what you're going after. Question number one. Do you believe it actually exists? Now, automatically, you're going to shrug me off and say, yes, Meg, of course. Oh, my God, I believe it exists. And consciously, you might. On a surface level, your ego might convince you that it does exist. But it is your subconscious that likely needs a little more convincing. Your subconscious is the part of the mind of which one is not fully aware, but which influences one's actions and feelings. So it's super important. It is the subconscious that holds on to these self-limiting beliefs or old beliefs that you learned growing up while you were impressionable. Uh, and these beliefs can be reflected in 
bad habits, poor self-esteem, negative thought patterns, lack of self-love. And it is in the subconscious that you have to be so careful about because it is the subconscious that attracts similar energy, right? Law of attraction, like attracts like. The energy of your subconscious attracts similar energy. So if your subconscious is filled with self-doubt, fear, disbelief in what you truly want, you are not setting yourself up for success to achieve your desire. One of my favorite quotes is this, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will rule your life and you will call it fate. C.G. Jung, one of my favorite quotes, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will rule your life and you will call it fate. You have to take control of your subconscious mind. This is where the phrase, it's not what you're doing wrong, it's what you're thinking wrong, comes from. And if you're not sure if you're thinking wrong or if you do truly believe if what you want actually exists, let me ask you this. Do you talk about what you want like it actually exists. You say you want a relationship, but you also say there's no good men out there. I don't have time to date. So on a subconscious level, you believe there are no good men or women out there. You believe that you don't have time to date. So if your subconscious mind believes that there are no good prospects out there and that you don't have any time to date anyway, What similar energy do you think it's going to attract? Well, you're going to attract deadbeats and more things to make your schedule even busier. You say you want a new job, but your speech says, I'll never be qualified enough. I probably won't get it. They'll pick somebody else. Your subconscious mind now thinks that you're not good enough. And if you don't think you're good enough to get it, why would you even try? They're going to pick somebody else. How is that energy going to attract the exciting energy of you getting your dream job? Because they are completely opposite. And if you're new to the law of attraction, and if this is a little out there for you, I'm going to challenge you with this. Is what you've been doing working for you? If not, are you open to trying a new method of thinking? If it meant you actually might get what you want. Because, you know, if you're not open to a new way of thinking, then absolutely nothing is going to change for you. Change your life, you got to change your mind first. And to change your life, you have to change your daily life first. And we're going to start with your thought patterns. Your thoughts fuel everything. Everything. You want results? How do you get results? Well, you have to take action. Okay, What sparks action? Well, I guess it would be the potential that you have to do something. What fuels potential? Don't say circumstances. Don't say genetics. Sure, those things can affect your potential. And I'm going to explain why. But first, know this. Your potential is your personal power, your capacity for success or failure. People tend to believe that your potential will determine what action and results you get. But really, it's the amount of the potential that you are tapping into that is much more important. Are you following? Follow me here. Hear me out. Untapped potential. Have you ever heard of it? Untapped potential is described simply as a source of something that has not been used yet. It's there. 
What fuels your potential and how much potential you use is simply your beliefs. If you believe you have limited potential, your actions will follow suit. You will have limited actions. Therefore, get a limited result. And if you truly believe and tap into unlimited potential, you then have unlimited actions and therefore unlimited results. It's all about the amount of potential that you use, not have, the amount of potential that you use that will produce an action and result. And it all stems from your beliefs about that potential. So this might spark some questions. Does everybody have the same amount of potential? Is it distributed equally? How do you know how much potential you have? And to be honest, I don't know. But what's going to determine the amount of potential that you are willing to tap into, I know. Your beliefs. And that's the important part here. So stop worrying about everybody else's potential and how much you have. Let's just worry about how much you're actually using. So the belief that you have about your ability to accomplish something will determine the amount of potential you will tap into. And this is ultimately far more important than the amount of potential that might be within you, unused. If you tap into limited potential because of your self-limiting beliefs, then your actions will be limited, leaving you with limited results. Is that what you want? limited results. What would happen if you believed that you could do anything? What type of potential do you think you would tap into? What type of actions do you think you would take? What results do you think you might get? If you believe that there's so many good candidates to date out there, how do you think your result might change? What actions would you take? You have a greater potential to date someone if you actually believe someone great to date exists. If you believe you are qualified and deserving of your dream job, what actions would you take instead of sitting around not applying to jobs that you think are beyond your capabilities? There's absolutely zero chance of getting a job that you don't apply for, right? And this is going to lead me into the next question, but make sure that your internal and external dialogue match what you say that you want. Check your speech. Check it. Checking your speech is a great way to see what you really believe. And what do your words say you believe? Check it and fix it. Counter it. The next time you say, oh, there's no good men out there. There's no good women out there. I'm not going to get this job. Counter it. Fight back and say what you actually want. And you have to start to believe that and say it and live it. So you have to believe it exists. Question number two, and this is a tricky one. It it really is. Do you think you deserve it? And this is a huge recurring block that I see in coaching all the time. Nobody thinks that they deserve things. It's selfish. It's egotistical. I don't want to say I deserve something. That sounds entitled. And entitled, it gets a bad rep. You know, it really does. It's a slippery slope for sure. But, you know, we don't want to walk around entitled, feeling as though we inherently are deserving of privileges and are better than everybody else. That's not what I'm saying to do here because there is a difference between entitlement and feeling like you deserve something. Deserving, by definition, is 
worthy of being treated in a particular way. Period. It's not an entitlement issue. It's a worthiness issue. People hide behind entitlement so they don't have to address the fact that they constantly feel unworthy. Oh, I don't want to be entitled. No, you don't want to address the fact that you don't feel worthy. You know, that you're not good enough, that you're not smart enough, that you're not pretty enough, that you're not enough. You are enough. Say it out loud. I am enough. Say it again. I am enough because this is an important one. Just because you made previous mistakes in life does not mean that you are not worthy of getting what you want now. One more time for the people in the back. Just because you made previous mistakes in life does not mean you are not worthy of getting what you want now. Who you are is not who you were. You are not defined by your past mistakes and you are not expected to be perfect. You are enough and you deserve to be happy. You deserve to feel peace. You deserve to live an alive, fulfilled life where you actually look forward to what you get to do that day. And it's so interesting because we all feel the same way. And I'm here with you too. This takes practice to overcome this feeling that we don't deserve it. But I promise you, if you do not think that you deserve something, it is a huge block to actually receiving it and you will not get what you want. Stop thinking, why me? And start thinking, why not me? Why not you? Start asking yourself why you don't think you deserve something and keep keep asking why, right? Why, 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 why? Go deeper, deeper, deeper until you find the root of the problem. And then you ask yourself, does that truly matter here? I don't deserve to be in a relationship. Why? Well, because I failed at all my past relationships. Does that actually matter now? Right now? Does that matter? Stop living in the past. How are you going to ever move forward into the future if you are stuck in the past? Take responsibility for your happiness and who you are, who you were. Forgive that person. Who you are is not who you were. Do you want to be where you were or do you want to be where you are? Pick one. Forgive yourself. It is okay that you messed something up in the past. Why? Because you are a human. Not sure if anyone's ever told you that. You are a human. Stop holding yourself to superhuman standards because that is going to end up holding you back. And this is a tough one. It really, really is. It takes constant work and growth around this, and it does not always happen fast. Again, you have to apply changes to this thought daily. Make sure you are surrounding yourself with people who believe in you, who hype you up, who can list amazing qualities about you if you need to hear them, right? Ask your friends, hey, can you tell me like amazing things about myself? Please, I really need to hear them right now. Let's normalize that. You got to lean on people. Show up for yourself too, right? Accept yourself for who you are. Because I'm going to ask you this. If you cannot even accept yourself, how are you going to expect anybody else to? If you don't believe you deserve something, how are you going to expect anybody else to? It starts from within. It is your responsibility to believe in yourself. 
Your responsibility is your power. Take your power back. All right, question number three. When it comes to getting what you want, are you actually expecting to get it? Do you want it or are you actually expecting it? And I have an entire podcast episode on the power of expectation. So if this piques your interest, go back and check out episode six. But I'm going to lightly touch on this here. Let me uh, explain the difference between wanting and expecting. Or honestly, I'm going to throw this in here too. Even worse, expecting versus needing. How often do you say that you need something? Going back to the subconscious mind, your subconscious mind does not know the difference between what is real and what isn't. Let's say that one more time. Your subconscious mind, the one that attracts all the things, does not know what is real and what is not real. It just knows how you feel based off of your energy and your emotions. So if you say you want a new job or need a new job, either nothing happens because you don't feel anything or nothing good happens because your subconscious focuses on, I don't have this, but I need it and I am lacking it. So if like attracts like, what are you attracting here? What vibration are you resonating on? What are you going to attract more of? Lack. Your subconscious mind does not know the difference between what's real and what's not. So if you expect something bad to happen, it's going to sense that that is real and attract similar energy. I'm expecting this interview to tank. I'm expecting this date to not go well. I'm expecting them to flake on me. I'm expecting them to not call me back. We don't like expecting things to happen because we don't want to get our hopes up. We don't want to be let down. That is ego. And we need to get our ego in check and we need to get over the fear of a potential. It hasn't even happened yet. Seriously, go check out episode six if you want to hear more about the power behind expectation. But I'm going to leave you with this. If your subconscious does not know what is real and what is not real, and if we can get past our fear of potential disappointment, what do you think could happen if you actually chose to expect good things? What's the harm in expecting good things to happen? Ah, you end up disappointed back where you would be if you hadn't taken the chance in the first place. So right where you are, we have to get over our egos and and start feeling like good things can happen to us. You have to admit that positive emotion deep inside and get excited and create positive energy on a subconscious level and stop letting fear of being disappointed stop you. Don't just want it. Expect it. Expect it. I want a million dollars. Great. How it is I'm expecting a million dollars. What feelings does that admit? Right? It's all about the feelings. It's all about the feelings that you evoke deep within. In fact, I'm actually going to challenge you. Catch yourself. This is your challenge for the week. Every time you say the word want, change it to expect. I want the date to go really well. I'm expecting the date to go really well. I want to nail the interview. I'm expecting to nail the interview. And for the love of everything else, stop using the word need, but that's that's a whole other podcast. But that is your challenge. Swap out want for expect and see how your energy changes. Okay, so the last question that is imperative, that is a yes 
in order to get what you want? Here it is, the last question. Have you decided that you will get it? It's a decision. It's already been determined in your mind, and it is not up for debate. Have you decided that you are going to get what you want? And here's the thing. When going after what you want, somewhere along the way, you might run into some hurdles. You might come across some people who don't believe in you, people who want you to fail, unexpected problems that seem like they have no solution. If you have not already decided that you are going to get what you want, these things can deter you from continuing down the path. They can break you down, run you into the ground, or make you turn around and give up on what it is that you want. This has to be so solid, your decision, so clear, so rooted in faith that it's not a maybe. Maybe I'll get what I want. No, it has to be a decision. I have decided to do this, period. And when you make a clear and firm decision about something, I'm not saying that potential hurdles or problems aren't going to come your way, but I am telling you that you will handle them differently. Can I do this turns into, okay, how am I going to do this? And you start thinking of solutions rather than focusing on the problem. I don't know turns into, but if I did know, what would I do? And if it's already been decided, you know you're not backing down. You'll find deep levels of perseverance that you didn't even know you had. You'll find insane amounts of commitment and you'll find time to dedicate towards what it is that you want. And deciding that you're going to get something eliminates all of the excuses that you might come up with when shit starts hitting the fan, right? And it will eliminate any external responsibility that you have placed on anybody else. Your future is in your hands, not anybody else's. And while responsibility of getting what you want is nobody else's but your own, deciding that you're going to get something can also open you up to actually asking for help from others, right? It's not anybody else's responsibility, but you don't have to do this alone. Stop trying to do it alone. Trust me, ask for help. Use a service, hire a company, outsource, phone a friend, whatever it may be, open yourself up to all methods of making it happen. And most of the time, that means getting over your fear or block of asking for help. Because here's the thing, on the path of getting what you want, guess what? That path was never designed for you to walk on alone. Find people, find good people, people who believe in you and who can help you. You know, ultimately, you have the responsibility of deciding to get what you want or not to get it, which means you have the power to get what you want or not. You have the power to create your fate. So four questions to answer yes before taking one step towards what you want are this. One, do I believe it exists? Two, do I believe I deserve it? Three, am I expecting to get it? Four, have I decided that I will get it? Master these questions mentally and subconsciously first, and then you take action. Taking action without a strong yes to each of these will set you up for failure. It will. When truly, 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 you deserve to find success in what you want. 
I believe that you can create your life. And I certainly do believe that you can create your fate. To connect with more thoughts and inspiration, you can follow me on Instagram at Let's Create Your Fate or online at Let's Create Your If you love this episode, please write a review, subscribe, share it with somebody who is on their own journey and could benefit from this as well. And that's all I got for you today. But if I could leave you with just one thing, it is this. Expect good things. Always. And they will happen. Thanks for joining me today. And I'll talk to y'all soon. Yeah.